Hello, welcome to the Nerd One Podcast. I'm your host, Vincent. In today's show, we're going to do a character profile on Gollum. So sit down, buckle up, we'll grow nerd out. So, we're all fans of Lord of the Rings, right? Right? Well, you know that I have a certain place in my heart for these characters, especially from the series or if you're looking at the movies. So today, I want to focus on everyone's everyone's favorite little stinker, Gollum. So, a little background history. Uh, So, he was actually born in Smeagol, as we probably all know. And he's actually from uh, the area where the river folk were, who were actually kind of closely resembled to hobbits. I think they actually really were kind of of type of hobbit. But on one fateful day on his birthday, uh, he was out fishing with his relative Deagle, who fell into the lake after fishing for a very mighty fish. And Deagle came across the One Ring. He scooped it up, came back to shore. Gollum, well, Smeagol, saw it. Choked him, killed him for it, just so that he'd be the only possessor possessor of the ring. Now, with the ring in possession, in Gollum's possession, in Smeagol's possession, his mind became warped, and the only thing he obs- obsessed over and obsessed for was the ring, or as he called it, his precious. And as time got, time went on, he forgot his own name. He didn't even realize he was actually Smeagol anymore. He was actually given the name Gollum because of the way he actually would cough and swallow his spit. So every time he coughed, it sounded like he was saying Gollum. Therefore, that's how he got his name. Now, the ring actually gave him a really long, unnatural life. With some people even saying by the time he had died, he was over uh, 600 years old. Now, one interesting little thing that happened to him when he had the ring that they didn't really cover in the movies was that Gollum actually had a huge hatred for the sun um, I don't know if they really explained why but I remember in the books uh, he actually would basically just detest being outside when he, you know, the sun was around so he spent all his time in caves of uh, fishing basically you know just surviving until eventually one day he made his way to, you know, the caves under the Trolls' underground kingdom, where he would feast on not only fish, but, you know, trolls. Um, now one thing, actually, over, the one thing as well over the years was that he spent so much time, you know, in the caves in the dark, that it is said that his eyes became lamp-like, shining with a sickly pale light, which is kind of fun and interesting. Because for those who remember, in the Fellowship of the Ring uh, movie, where they're Moria, they kind of showed his fingers and his eyes. His eyes seemed brighter than usual. That's why. Now, after having the ring for some time and hiding in the caves under the trolls, um, the ring tried to escape from him. And as I think the narration says in the first movie, uh, Fellowship of the Ring, the ring, something happened to the ring that the ring did not expect. It came across a hobbit. And the hobbit was Bilbo Baggins, who came across the ring. 
And after he took possession of the ring, Gollum immediately found him. And they actually came with a game of riddles to actually, you know, aid in Bilbo's exit. Now, after Gollum realized that uh, Bilbo had the ring, he basically just cursed, you know, the Bagna's name and swore to get it back. Now, after Bilbo had escaped, about a year or so later, uh, Gollum tried to track him down, but the trail had been so cold for so long that he couldn't really do it. Uh, with Gollum searching everywhere for, you know, the Shire and for Bilbo, he made his way to the edges of Mordor, where he first met his Shelob, remember the giant spider, and where he actually became her ally, uh, becoming her spy, and he actually would bring her food. So, kind of an interesting pairing. I mean, two kind of dark creature forces. I mean, makes sense. Um, but while he was in the area of Mordor, he was actually captured by the orcs, tortured into giving up the name of where the ring was. So, when the orcs realized that he no longer had possession of the ring, he gave up the name Baggins and placed Shire. And that's actually how the Nazgul uh, found the Shire found Hobbiton, seeking out um, actually Bilbo, technically, but it was Frodo who had the ring at that time. So after you know the orcs couldn't get any more information out of Gollum, uh, actually set him free, and he actually wandered in the woods until uh, both Gandalf and Aragorn captured him, interrogated him on what information he had he had given to the orcs to Sauron and upon learning that he gave the location of the Shire he gave it the name Baggins um, this is where uh, both Gandalf and Aragorn kind of formulated the plan of that a you know the enemy knows the ring is out there so B we need to get the hobbits rendezvous and Bree and see, get that ring Reven Rivendell. So that's how, you know, Aragorn's winning in Bree already in the movies. Because he was supposed to meet Gandalf there, along with the Hobbits. Of course, Gandalf didn't show. Everything's happened. Um, but when Gollum kind of gave through information that they wanted to know, um, Aragorn actually took uh, Gollum to Mirkwood. Um, and basically placed him under the watch of the Wood Elves. But soon after, uh, Mirkwood was attacked by orcs and Gollum did escape. Now, Gollum actually made his way to Moria. And so when the Fellowship made its way there as well, he wasn't really expecting them to, be, to actually come that way, for the ring to come that route. But it just kind of worked out for him. Because he was actually just there hiding it out because, I mean, he knew that Moria was abandoned after the you know, last great fight between the trolls and the um, dwarves. And so he kind of followed the group until they entered, um, you know, the realm of, I forget the name of the uh, forest area where they went for, for under protection of the elves. There's probably someone there yelling at their phones right now. But after they left, Lothorian, um, sorry. So after they left, um, Gollum actually found Frodo and Sam again, you know, kind of winding through the mountains, lost aimlessly. And, you know, first, first attacked them. He just attacked them to get the ring back. 
but after you know being subdued um, by Frodo, who basically threatened to kill him with Sting, um, they took Gollum prisoner. Basically, the elvish rope that was given to Sam, uh, they basically tied that to his ankle as a leash. And fun fact, they didn't really kind of show this in the movie. Uh, that rope gave Gollum serious pain. It tortured him. So, after you know some time, after a lot of pleading from Gollum's end, uh, Frodo and Sam made a deal with him that if they showed him how to get to Mordor, that they would release him from that rope. So, Gollum swore upon the ring not to do them any harm. And basically show them the way to the Black Gate, which is the entrance to Mordor. The main entrance to Mordor. And Gollum made good on that. He actually showed them right to the Black Gate. Um, he even showed them paths that a lot of people had tried before and failed. And you know, even along the way, uh, Frodo was able to speak to Gollum and kind of help bring out his nicer side, I would say. He helped bring back out Smeagol. That's what it was. Because Gollum always spoke to himself. He always referred to himself as a third person. But technically, he was bipolar. He had two personalities. I think it's... Yeah. So, what happened was, Frodo kind of brought out Smeagol. Brought out this side of Gollum, you know, to be stronger. And you kind of helped, in a way. Until they got captured by, captured by Faramir. And upon, I'm not sure if they tortured him or if they just really interrogated him, Gollum kind of gave up their plans, well, gave up his plan to uh, Faramir and his company to lead them through Shelob's lair. Um, I forget the name of, name of the actual place. Um, yeah, another thing I should have researched a little more. But upon letting them go, uh, Faramir did warn uh, Frodo and Sam that where Gollum's taken them was a place of great evil. But they knew they had to get they had to get to Mordor somehow. So they kind of put their trust in um, in Gollum's way. So as we all know, Gollum took him up the, up the stairs. Um, you know, Frodo briefly fought Shelob or ran from Shelob. I mean, wouldn't you? It's a giant spider. And she stung him, kind of froze him in a way. And after Sam wounded and defeated Shelob, uh, orcs came by, took Frodo away, where Sam came to the rescue. But the next we see of Gollum, though, is Frodo and Sam are actually really close to Mount Doom. They're actually right by the crack around him, the entrance to the, to the mountain. And Gollum shows up. Basically, in another attempt to stop them, to take the ring back for his own for his own possession. So, Sam engages with, you know, Gollum, fighting him off, and Frodo just books it. He just runs right to the crack of the entrance of Mount Doom, you know, insistent on destroying the ring. I mean, wouldn't you be? It's been a long time carrying that thing, and you know, one thing I'm not sure if you guys know, the closer that. Frodo got to uh, Mount Doom, the heavier it got. So that's why you know, when Sam rescues Frodo in that tower, you kind of see the back of his neck like all torn up. 
Just because the ring was so heavy, it was starting to dig into his skin. It was starting to kind of cut right into him. But I digress. So Sam, you know, basically wounds, like really wounds um, Gollum, sees him as being this kind of pitiful creature and, you know, decides not to kill him and to actually go over and aid Frodo. So Sam runs uh, into the Kraken Mountain, into the entrance, sees Frodo there, and sees Frodo saying he's going to take the ring as his own, and puts it on. Gollum runs right past him, knocking Sam over, jumps on the invisible Frodo, and looks like he's kind of bouncing in the air, grabs something, takes a huge bite, Frodo reappears, because Gollum just bit off Frodo's finger. And as, you know, Gollum is dancing around in pure enjoyment and excitement, he falls off the cliff and falls to his death in the lava in Mount Doom. Therefore, destroying the ring, saving Middle-earth, and basically saving Frodo from himself. So, that's kind of like something we probably maybe all know about Gollum, but a lot of people were kind of speculating that this was the pure opposite. Gollum's like the pure opposite of the guide that Gandalf wanted to be for Frodo. Because Gandalf wanted to go with Frodo all the way to the very end. You know, he wanted to be by his side the entire way, being that guide. You know, that, that pure good. But then, as you all know, Gandalf had a little fall, and Gollum became the guide. The total opposite, the pure evil. But he wasn't totally evil, he was just twisted by you know, a source of pure evil that he didn't fully understand when he took possession of it. But guys, that's all I got for you this time. So once again, my name is Vincent. This is the Nerd One Podcast. Come find us on social. We're on Twitter, Nerd15. We're on Instagram, Nerd One Pod Nerd One Podcast. Emails nerd one podcast at gmail.com. But until next time folks, uh, stay safe out there. Wash your hands, stay clean. We'll talk to you soon. Bye now.